This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is, wait, you've never seen a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing, wait, you've never seen Smiley Face? It's not, it's definitely not called Happy Face? It's definitely not called Happy Face. (laughs) Okay. So up front, trigger warnings and whatnot. The opening credits flash a lot, so I'm not sure if that affects people who are prone to seizures or not. Mm. Um, Danny Masterson plays the roommate, and he um, has been accused of like sexual assault and stuff. So he's not in it very much, but you do see him a couple of times. And then um, at about 40 minutes, of course, um, well, not of course, but at at about 40 minutes, there's a scene in the dentist's office where um, Jane is kind of freaking out, and there's just, like, all of this dentist office noise with, like, drills and, like, different stuff that... If people have a fear of dentists, maybe skip past that scene. Yes. And then, finally, one of the scenes that we'll talk about takes place in... I couldn't remember. It's not a slaughterhouse. It's a rendering plant. Right, the animals have already passed away. Yes. And then they're sent to be processed. So, spoiler alert, this is a stoner movie. If you live in a state or country where that is legal, maybe, you know, partake if you feel like it before watching the movie or listening to this podcast. (laughs) Or both. Yes, I agree. So, tell me three things you expected from this movie. Hash. Uh-huh. Hashish. Uh-huh. Hash oil. <laughs> is, is that really all three of your things? That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, did you expect to, to like it? So, I'm, I thought... I gave it 3.5 stars before watching it. Uh-huh. I'm guessing it'll be, like, pot humor, like Cheech and Chong. Uh-huh. Like, like... So you've D- seen Cheech and Chong movies? Dave's not here. <laughs> no, man, I'm Dave. <laughs> no, man, Dave's not here. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen Up in Smoke. I think Dave's not here, though. Isn't that from... They have a, they have a comedy album. They have a couple of them, I believe. They came. I can't remember. <laughs> of course not. Um, it came with rolling papers, like the really. The, yeah, the, the there was an LP, and it had like it had little bits on it, like Dave's not here. Uh huh. And it came with rolling. <laughs> it came with rolling papers that you could roll tobacco with. Wink, wink. Yeah, it's not legal here in the great. Well, tobacco is legal here in the great state well, of Texas. Sure. Not so much other various items. So, mm. 3.5 stars. Yes. What is your one-sentence TV guide summary? <laughs> I would still like to see... This was nowhere close to what the movie was, uh-huh. but I would still like to see this pot movie, pot head movie. 
a couple of potheads happen upon a mysterious amulet that might have magical powers, or they're just really high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, we'll get into this, but I'm wondering, why is it that, like, there's so many pot movies that are, like, that are about a journey of some kind. <laughs> it's always about going out and doing stuff. Well, that's why they call it a trip. When <laughs> when someone's high, all you want to do is just sit around and like eat. <laughs> who goes True. Who goes on a road trip? Right. Because it's not responsible to smoke and drive or eat edibles and drive. But you really want to even sit in a car and have someone drive you around? Well, let we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, first. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So do you want to hear what IMDb says? Absolutely, yes. So Smiley Face is from 2007. I'm just laughing looking at the poster. Um, <laughs> it's rated R, 1 hour, 25 minutes. It's a comedy, and it says, After a young actress unknowingly eats her roommate's marijuana cupcakes, her day becomes a series of misadventures. So... I feel like it didn't meet your expectations in terms of the hash, hashish, hash oil, because there was really no mention of hash. There was just... No. Which I believe is slightly different than... I believe all three things are different different things. I just thought it was... (laughs) I was just trying to be funny, I guess. Um, So... So, right, so it wasn't... um, I did expect a weird things, some weird thing to happen because no one's going to make a movie about somebody getting high just sitting in front of their television, even though that's right. what that's you might do. What most likely to happen? Right. <laughs> but, we um, hear when we're in a state or country where it is legal. Let me right I go visit my brother up in Oregon. Right. Yes. Um. But so, so right. I was I wasn't right, but it was you know. I mean, it's pretty obvious that it was you know that it's a that it's a pothead movie and lots of pot jokes and whatnot. Um, I gave it four point five stars. Really? I found, I found it very very enjoyable. It it was it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> so we're releasing this episode just in time. For the stoner official, unofficial, I'm not sure if it's official, holiday 420. hey Um, Would you like to hear a little bit of the history, or as history.com calls it, the hazy history of 420? See what they did there. You see what they did there? Mm-hmm. Yes, please, tell me. So, um, there's a lot of talk about what it allegedly means, like... Um, the Bob Dylan song, because... Um, Wait, what Bob Dylan song? Rainy Day Woman, number 12 and 35, because 12 times 35 is 420. Holy crap. But that that's not really what it is. It says, but in, in reality, it can all be traced back to a group of five California teens who used to hang out by a wall outside their San Rafael school, a meeting spot that inspired their nickname, the Waldos. In the fall of 1971, the Waldos learned of a Coast Guard member who had planted a cannabis plant and could no longer tend to the crop. Provided with a treasure map, some say by the plant's owner himself, 
supposedly leading to the abandoned product, the group would meet at the Louis Pasteur <laughs> statue at the Louis Pasteur statue outside their high school at least once a week to conduct a search. Their meeting time, 4.20 p.m. after practice because they were all athletes. The Waldos would pile into a car, smoke some pot, and scour the nearby Point Reyes forest for the elusive free herb. One of the original members of the Waldos, Steve Capper, told the Huffington Post, we would remind each other in the hallways we were supposed to meet up at 4.20. So again, they're going on an adventure and smoking pot. Right. <laughs> to find more pot. The, they're smoking pot on their adventure to find more pot. <laughs> now, well, that's, that's, that's just good thinking right there, which usually doesn't happen yep. with Mary Jane. True. I'm reminded of that episode of that 70s show where they think they have, like, such great ideas. <laughs> they want to record themselves as they're sitting in the circle. Right. The circle. Um, She's so air they, quoting. They do record themselves, but when they play it back, it's just a lot of, yeah, man. And then we'll, we'll do the other thing. But first we're going to do this thing. Like, there, it didn't make any sense at all. So you <laughs> think you're brilliant when you're high. But really, you're not. As we is, as we learned in this movie, right? And there is that moment. It's a lesson <laughs> for you, young kiddos out there. So, what what do you think about this movie? I just have a couple of things because I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. Well, Anna Ferris plays high really well. <laughs> so good, so good. Besides the words, like there are certain words where you have to put your lips together. You have to like close your mouth sometimes mm-hmm. to form words. But other than speaking, I do not believe her mouth is closed. <laughs> At any point. She just, like, stares off into space with her mouth hanging open. It's so good. So good. So, um, kind of the, kind of the basic storyline is that she, she accidentally, genuinely accidentally, although she is a pothead. She was smoking previous. Right, and she got the munchies. Right. So she wants to eat the cupcakes, which are also pot, pot cupcakes. So then, all the cupcakes. There were like a dozen or so. Yeah, and she ate them all because they were wonderful, and they were her um, roommates for like the con he was going to or something. Yeah. So then she decides she's gonna um, buy more pot to um, make more bre- uh, make more cupcakes to replace the ones she ate. Now she's sky high trying to cook. Her dealer comes over, and he writes stuff down in a book. No dealer <laughs> is going to keep alleged... That's evidence. That's evidence. Don't want a paper Don't trail. Don't want a paper... Well, if was it legal there when the movie came out? I don't know. No, I don't think what, it was because she was, was trying. What was there? What state was this? California. Okay. I don't think so, or otherwise she wouldn't have been trying to hide from the cops. Well, California had... Um, had mel- uh, medical marijuana for a long time. I see. Oh, because she had government weed. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And then she, oh, and I, then... I was so sad when she she flushed her government weed to evade. Evade the police. What she thought oh, what was, was the police. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the person who came into the bathroom was actually just like the... Um, 
janitorial staff or something, the cleaning staff. No drug dealer is going to keep a book. So, we... I want to back up for a second. Okay. We meet Anna Ferris's character. Right. And she, she is dangling on a... Uh, a Ferris wheel? Oh, I hadn't even... Did I just blow your mind? You did. You did. <laughs> you did just blow my mind. But it says Z on it. Yes. And, I noticed that too. And the 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 narrator goes, who Roscoe, what's his name? <laughs> his name is uh, Roscoe Lee Brown. Roscoe Lee Brown. Which is one of those, it's one of the last movies he was in. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Before his death, I believe. Um, but anyway, so that's the end of the story, and it's appropriate that there's a Z, right? On the, and he goes, and he goes, Roscoe goes, okay, we're gonna go A to A to Z. So A, I forget what A was, but it, there was a they made it a point to put like A. It might have been like the AM of the clock or something. Yeah, something like that. I later so and then there was a B and there was a C. Uh huh. I. I was looking for that. I did some research after this because I wanted to see, like, wouldn't that be fun to watch, like, a, but this doesn't exist as far as I could find, like, a YouTube video that shows you here's all of the letters. from That would be very interesting. From A to Z. Well, because um, where she ended up was Venice, California, and that right. sign said, like, Venice Cannabis convention or whatever hemp right. festival hemp. venice hemp festival um so that was the v because that was almost at the end of the movie and did someone run in with a xylophone i forget i don't or, know or like oh Have i to broke get my x-ray i got it yeah <laughs> i was waiting for that and i was disappointed I, I was well i was disappointed that i couldn't find someone who actually sat down and because uh, only stoners watch this movie and you can't hold their attention for that long well, would you like to guess how much money domestically this movie made when it was in the theater? Let's see. There's Just ballpark. It. There's 300 million people in the, in America. <laughs> right. I would say roughly 10% of them are probably potheads. Mm -hmm. So that's um, 30 million times, let's say, 10 million. No, times $10 per ticket. So I'm going to say 300 million. $9,397. Shut up. I'm not I'm not messing around. Oh my god. Um so This movie is so good. How could it have made that little money? It was in one theater. Really? For not that long. Now it wow. did Now um the foreign box office is 169,980. That's still not a lot. Not a lot, but at least yeah, I don't, I don't, I do not understand what happened to this movie because it, it was, it's really good. It's really I good. I laughed a lot in this movie. You, you saw it before. I had seen it before. You, I still laughed. You seem surprised at certain points. Well, it's been a while <laughs> since I've seen it. So, we see John Krasinski, who plays Jim Halpert in The Office, mm -hmm. one of my all-time favorite shows. Yeah, and now he's supposed to be some tough action guy, but I don't believe it. No, I don't believe that Pam would allow him to, like, become, like, a spy. <laughs> That's not a thing that happens. But John Krasinski is... Uh, uh, well, I mean, to my knowledge, John Krasinski is doing a Dwight impression. 
because it's this <laughs> real like awkward <laughs> man who's um who um Anna Ferris's character what's Jane Jane thank you J- so original Jane uh <laughs> she tries to use him to get money I think is it money she tries she tries she to needs, get him. Yeah, she needs a ride somewhere, and then she's like, "Hey, man, can I borrow like four hundred dollars or whatever?" Because that's a she pretty used, good impression of Anna Ferris. She used the um, electric bill money to buy the pot that she needed to make the cupcakes because she ate the cupcakes. I feel like this is um, there was the an spo- old lady who <laughs> who swallowed a fly. Yeah, like she you, swallowed the spider to catch the fly. I don't know why she swallowed the fly. She probably died. Yeah. Or and then you go like where she's eating a horse, and it's like, come on. There's a whale to get the <laughs> bear or something. It's pretty ridiculous. She burned all that pot. Made me so sad. Yeah, like I, uh, when it, like you can't just if you're in a place where it's legal to uh, purchase pot, you can't just. Dump it into a, a cake mix. It's grass. It's gonna burn in it, a frying pan. It's not. Yeah, it needs to be infused. You have, you need oil that's infused, like hash oil, for example. See, Pippet is looking at us disapprovingly. She doesn't like it. She's a narc. Um, <laughs> I did find parts of this movie like frustrating because like she's like just. The whole time she's trying to do the right thing. And honestly, at the end, she gets arrested. Yeah. Um, I honestly expected there to be aspects of this movie that were fantasy. Because kind of like that, that moving speech that she thought she gave, but oh she, didn't, she didn't give. That's my favorite scene in the whole movie. It's so good. There's a whole Family Guy episode. <laughs> and I'm... Where... Uh, Lois and Peter, (laughs) they start smoking pot, Uh and they become folk singers. Oh, my God. And they go on stage, and there is just the most moving, most important music to them, and they're going around doing all these shows. But it's only, you see at first just their impression, their their feeling about how well they're doing. Uh Uh-huh. But then you see, like... Uh, how they're actually doing and they're just mumbling into the microphone <laughs> no one's playing a chord on the guitar correctly oh my goodness <laughs> kind of like it mirrors that scene where she thinks she's doing a good job in her speech so that that scene in particular is where um she's snuck into a truck that she thought was going to take her to Venice but it took her somewhere else so she's like sneaking into this um pork rendering plant um, to try to figure out which, where she is and all this other stuff. So the boss asks her why she's there and she starts talking about unionizing. <laughs> now the thing that she's she, in the meantime she's sort of stolen the original copy of the Communist Manifesto <laughs> and so, so I think up. she was reading it on the bus so she's inspired to give this inspiring speech about the value of unions right. and you know the workers the, unite kind of the, speech. yeah collective <laughs> bargaining and that kind of thing it's very eloquent and well said and then it says there's a black screen that says here's what really happened and she's just like 
And you know that sometimes just, man. The thing. This other thing. (laughs) It's just wrong. And they're just like, get her out of here. (laughs) And there's that inspirational music, like that swell of orchestral music behind her. In the you expect the you expect to be like a, an American flag, or would it be an American flag? Would it be a communist flag flying behind her? Maybe just workers working hard flag, <laughs> At, like the Soviet flag, for example, with the hammer and sickle. Mm-hmm. So there's an interesting um, when I was like researching this, I found an interesting like weird connection. Um, John John Cho, who's in this movie, uh-huh. uh, plays Danny Trejo's co-worker uh-huh. in this movie. He later... <laughs> John Cho later plays uh, Danny Trejo's son-in-law in the film A, A Very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about the Harold and Kumar movies. I don't have you think seen I've, those? I I might have seen the White Castle one. Is that is Dude. Bob Saget in that one? No, I don't. I've seen so. one where like Bob Saget's in the back seat, and they're like, "Oh my God, Bob Saget's cussing," and he's. <laughs> um. Um. People will probably know what they're probably like. I can't believe you don't know what this is. Doogie Howser is plays that the role. <gasps> of the... That's probably what I'm thinking of. Um. What's his name? Three names. Neil Patrick Harris. Very good. Yes. And he's like doing coke off of whore's body parts. Uh huh. As you do. <laughs> As one does. While speeding down the highway in a stolen car, I believe. Which you wouldn't think. That just doesn't make good sense. No, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's wasteful. Yeah. There's many problems. A lot, lot of issues here. <laughs> Again, why? Uh, why? I just, I, <laughs> why the adventures while you're high? I don't. Just... You need. You at least need a designated driver. Nobody should be driving high. That's dangerous. That's true. Do you have other things to to add, or should we go to the Bechtel test? Let's go to the Bechtel test. So we have a female lead. Yes. Like I don't believe there's a there's a scene where Anna Ferris is not front and center. I believe you're correct. I mean, there might be little asides uh-huh. with John Cho and Danny Trejo's character, but not too much. Right. So it it does pass. Um, Jane talks to Shirley about being on the floor. Shirley was the professor's mom. That gave her the Communist Manifesto, thinking she was the the TA. Right. Right. Um, she also talks to Mrs. Green on the phone, um, her clarinet teacher, because she's going to ask for money. Right. Um, and I know just in a, a few episodes ago, we talked about how a phone conversation wouldn't work because we don't see them on screen. But we did see Mrs. Green on screen because as she was calling them... The different people to give her money, it was showing each person's face like on the screen. So I, since we actually see a person playing Mrs. Green, I thought that would count. 
It does count. And we, we, we already have a pass, so it's just it's icing. Yes. Um, she also talks to a casting director about how, how terrible her audition is. Remember uh, Jane Lynch? Oh, right. But the, <laughs> she's never named. Oh, and then the woman on the... She's mo- just like casting director. Yeah. Okay. And then the woman on the motorcycle who gives her the ride finally to Venice Beach, or Venice. Um, but she's just like motorcycle driver. She's not. She doesn't have a name either. Right. So that's all on that front. Okay. Um, are there any pop culture references you now understand? I don't... I, I feel like there should be. There should be. I mean, there's... If it was only in one theater for, like, 24 hours, I don't see how there could be... I didn't say 24 hours. I was sure being exaggerated. <laughs> I was exaggerating. By the way, like, almost $10,000 in one theater? That's not... If you own that theater... That's pretty good. You'd be happy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so none. Um, and I mean, this was 2007, so how would the movie be different with today's technology? I mean, in California, isn't pot totally legal now? Yeah. Wait, I, I, oh, I have I would think, I would think, I would think there'd be more iPhone, you know, smartphone stuff. This was just before you really had, 2007, that's before you really have a good phone. Now, I don't know how well a high individual could... Operate, uh, and perhaps there'd be some sort of app to um, to help an extremely high person. <laughs> Mayhaps. I, I I don't know. Um, as of January first of this year, it was legal in California. So prior to this year, I believe they had medical only. But it was kind of a, as I understood it, it was kind of a joke for a long time, like. There were quote unquote doctors just everywhere giving quote unquote prescriptions in the form of things you smoke. Right. Which is fine. I'm just saying. So. I think it was a little loose. Here in the great state of Texas, it is illegal. However, in Houston, Dallas, Austin, and other residents, of Travis County, it's a sight and release. So for Hey-o. under for under an ounce. So I think that's like you get essentially like a parking ticket or a speeding ticket or something so like that. Only and Cheech and Chong would get arrested for one blunt. <laughs> right? They made that gigantic one in one of those movies. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then um, medical is approved for C B D oil here. Which does nothing. It does for some people. Well Depending on the strength. So, today's technology, not a whole lot since... For this one specifically, it would be legal now. So, you could just... I assume go to your nearest dispensary. I don't know how it works in places where... We could make... I mean, I'm sure there could be adventures to be had, regardless. Indeed. Maybe on public transit, where she... (laughs) Oh, that scene in the bus was so funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. Do you have anything else to discuss? Nope. So, that about wraps it up. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com 
Rough transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at weightyouveneverseen.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS, and you can also email us at weightyouveneverseen at gmail.com. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies or TV shows that we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching The Muppet Movie! Yay! Now picture my arms with like no bones in it and then <laughs> flying up and flying up in the air. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bloop.